You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. A lot to discuss. We could talk about taxes, perhaps, maybe. We can talk about uh, Snapchat, perhaps, maybe. We have an, a smaller M&A deal that happened this morning. We can talk about that. We'll take questions from our chat. We'll talk Bitcoin. We'll talk Kathy. We'll hit on all the uh, all the chat favorites, and we'll take questions. Uh, no Marcus today. Marcus is out. He is with his son visiting colleges, uh, so he will not be on with us, but we have Jason Rassing on at like 845. So. He's going to call me down. It's always Marcus that calms me down with his calming voice. Where's I... Anne Marie? Get Anne Marie. Oh, you know what? I had to... Speaking of Marie, speak... Call her. Speaking I need I need somebody to calm me down. I'm hey. always too hyper if I don't hear Marcus or Anne Marie. Hey, speaking of Anne Marie Band, if you missed it, Anne Marie Band was on our uh, Clean Tech Small Cap Conference yesterday with yours truly, with myself. Uh, the video is available for replay. I believe on. All right, YouTube. give me the link. I got to go watch the video because I need to calm it, down. It, it was it was it was a 40 minutes of Anne Marie just like talking charts and uh, and it was nice it was it was relaxing it was great i will put the link in there in the chat for how to find that but go ahead and smash that like button uh and joel how are we doing this morning uh we're we're in the green by eight and three quarters handles at 41 36 50 good levels to keep an eye on on the upside and the downside uh crude that's up 28 cents at 61.71 Gold knocking on the door of eighteen hundred once again, up nine dollars. Just called ten dollars at seventeen ninety-two. Silver, that's in the green too by twelve cents at twenty-eight thirty. Bitcoin, this is the futures, and we are struggling to hold fifty K. Uh down two thousand eight hundred and forty dollars at forty-nine thousand nine hundred and eighty. This is called fifty K. So Triple D, you know why I'm in a bad mood this morning? Why? Tell, tell me, please. Because I got up at 5.15. Well, that puts anybody in a bad mood. Okay. Well, that's the time I normally get up. And uh. 
going on in the markets. So I just went, I had a pool appointment to go swimming, right? So I get there at six. And do you know what time they let me in the pool? Because the lifeguard didn't show up. What time? You had to wait 15 minutes to get in the pool? Yeah. Can you sit in the sauna or something before? No. No. Because sauna's closed for COVID. Yeah. So 15 15 minutes. Okay. If there would have been a breakfast place open, I would have went out and got breakfast. So I only got. Can you uh, swim right after eating? Don't you get cramps? No, 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 no. I just would have went out and got the big breakfast and forgot about the swimming. But that's uh, what I would normally do. I would just get the big breakfast always and forget about it. So instead of getting 2,000 meters in, I only got 1,500. And I had a dude that insisted on swimming in the middle of the lane. So. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood today. Oh, my hair is in a good mood today. Everybody's commenting on it. Oh, I know. Actually, you know what it is? I showered last night, actually, and then I went to sleep right away. I showered 11 o'clock at night and went to sleep. So it's just so clean right now. It's like flowing. It's so happy. You know, (laughs) I I, (laughs) Showering's overrated, I think. But right now, this is clean hair. This is what clean hair looks like. Look at that. Let's see. Do you, uh, I oh gotta, my gosh, that is awesome hair, I tell you. I got a new like Bob Ross. It's so plush, right? I love Bob Ross. I got a new nickname for you. Did I ever tell you about my Aunt Lena? Aunt Lena. Never heard a story about Aunt Lena. No, this is okay. So she uh, she used to have like a like, do they call them pomodors? You know, the haircut for women where it kind of goes up on the on the top. Just like your hair, and I used to call her Pom Pom Pompadour Lena. Pom-poms. And so that's where pom-poms come from. That's what I'm gonna call you, Pompadour. Pom- I'm Pom-pom. just call you Lena when you when your hair looks like that. But hey, let's get to the markets. We got some earnings, we got Intel in the red, which I'm not happy about. We got Snapchat in the green, we got Coinbase and Bitcoin just getting railed. Where do you want to start, Spencer? I mean, I think we gotta start with just the overall market and the reaction to <gasps> one yesterday. Oh, tax. Uh, Nobody likes tax. Yeah, higher well, taxes is, is 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 the headline out of Washington. They're going to uh the plan at least is to double the capital gains tax for uh those with income over a million dollars, double the rate from uh 20% to about about 40%. Uh, which wouldn't be the largest increase ever. It would make It's funny that we we just mentioned this like 2 days ago. We were talking about taxes uh and then like a day later it this this headline comes out. So uh, yeah, higher cap gains tax on 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 the wealthy, and that is the headline that hit the market yesterday. Well, we knew, you know, we said this when Biden got elected that you know Biden was not going to be as market friendly as Trump yeah. from a taxing perspective. So it's inevitable that some tax stuff would come. Capital gains, we kind of knew those low hanging fruit. I think it, it overshot a little bit at, at the bump up in the rate, you know, doubling the rate or more than potentially doubling the rate. Still, I don't know if this gets passed through, but it spooked the market yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's always the question as well. What it goes with with things that are good or bad. It's like, well, what are the odds this actually happens? That's always yeah. I mean, I'm still worried about the financial transaction tax. I'd be much more worried about financial transaction tax, but a capital gains tax. But again, the capital gains tax doesn't apply to me because I'm in Canada. So, and everything that I make, you know, for bright trading is 100% tax. So, I don't even get a break at all because it's all prop trading money. But so it doesn't doesn't affect me directly, but it does affect my stocks when they all get smacked around yesterday. So I wasn't that pleased about that. Joel, is this buying opportunity or oh, is this I, I, time I, to I, ring the I register? Mean, 
Oh man, I, I mean, I want I want to talk to Raz about that investment that he has uh, with Trade Station. I'm I, I'm just on the hunt. I don't know why, and I've been in different investing modes, but I just right now I just want to lock in five to seven percent for for well, that really that's what I've been doing for like a hundred years. But like right now, I just don't have an appetite for risk. I just you know besides the stuff I'm already holding, new money put to work. I'm inflation. I'm not too worried about yet, but man, I just, it, I don't know. It's just, I'm not, I don't have a huge appetite for risk, but uh, quick, who sings the song? Our only, our only older people are going to get this one. Who sings the song tax man? I don't know. No, me and Spencer are Dennis. Like 50 years younger than you, Joel. I bet you someone in the chat gets it. Whoa, I'm the tax man. <laughs> You're going to sing it for us. I just did. No Somebody one? will get it in the chat, Sorry. but Sorry. Yeah, there we go. We got someone smart. I'm the tax man. That would be a terrible song if I'm it really does feel like that. It's man. the Beatles, man. Really? It's the Beatles? Oh, yeah. Beatles song? No. I don't yeah. Know. Can we play that without no. getting fined? No. No. No, no, definitely not a Beatles song. You get fined not. It you is a Beatles song. I'm going to say you can't play a Beatles song. The Beatles are going to find us for sure. <laughs> There's big time royalties on Beatles songs. So, yeah, no, we there we go. We got some smart people in here. All right, let's go. I, okay. We have went 10 minutes. We haven't even talked one stock yet. Let's talk stocks. Just give me uh, a stock. Something. Snapchat, something. Snapchat. All right, Snapchat. Okay. All right. Get on the initial number and then it rallies. I mean, again, it's about what is sentiment going in. The stock was down for basically seven straight sessions, making newer lows going into the numbers. So expectations were lower. They hit the stock initially, and then they're like, oh, no, we buy dips. And they bought the dip mm. up, and they continue to buy the dip up. So nice reversal off of the earnings report here. It's the accordion chart, like many of the other charts that are in the S&P, or not even in the S&P, just many of the other stocks that are out there. Accordion charts everywhere, up and down and up and down and up and down. This is the same. I don't know. If you're trying to hit this pitch, it is a wicked curveball. Dennis, I mean, you do the after hours, you know, you're doesn't man look at that first that initial spike. I mean, if you're gonna get down and dirty, it seems like I know this is a 15 minute chart here, but I bet you that that under 54 low, I bet you that happened within minutes. Within, oh, yeah, yeah, couple yeah. Minutes. that whole yep. that whole like spike down was a couple minutes and then they started buying it back up. Yeah, um, and now it's just look how quiet how quiet it is. I'm just gonna throw sixty out there. Hold sixty, boom, take out the pre market high sixty one. Who knows how how we can go? You don't hold sixty. You don't take out that pre market high. You roll over. I don't know if you take out the low from yesterday, but just that sixty. It's a round number. Look at all the congestion around there. That's my number. What do you got for us on that, Dennis? Uh, it's hard, hard pitch to head. Okay. You got pens, Twitter, all these. So I pair all these up together. So I do, do the pair trade, snap moves, and I try to pick up pins and Twitter. And if they start reversing, then I try to short pins and Twitter. Yes, I do short stocks, evil dentist. Um, but those three pair up really well together. Facebook to a certain extent, but it doesn't move as well. So those three. So if you're trading, obviously, Snap, you always, you know, um, or if you're looking at Snap, you know, Twitter and pins move with that. All these charts are the same. They're all the accordion chart again. You know, it's going up. Oh, yeah, here we go. We're breaking out. Oh, no, we're not. We're selling off. Oh, we're selling off. Oh, no, no, we're going to break out. Oh, no, no, we're going to sell off. That's the that's a stock market in a nutshell here. And a lot of individual <laughs> stocks for the last month. April, 
So, you know, we always talk about, oh, I had a, you know, March was one of my best trading months in years. It was excellent, um, you know, despite the market going down. But I like straight down markets. This one's been hard. This April has been one of my worst trading months, I think, in, since probably over a year. I think this was one of, one of my worst trading months. I'm still up some money, but, you know, way off of what I normally am for a month. And it's a little bit to do with these accordion charts. I mean, it's my swing trading. I'm not getting any extra money really from swing trades right now because you're getting stopped out and everything. Because you, you keep buying stocks. Because you keep buying stocks. There you go. It's just up and down. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a tricky market. And normally up and down markets are good for me as a contrarian. But this has been a very tricky market to trade right now. So I know the S&P, SPYs are up near the highs. But individual what does that stocks say, Dennis? are tricky, man. What does that say? What does that say about the overall market? Well, it's it's we we've come to this point where everything has run except for and then growth got slammed a month and a half ago and we've rallied into all these other stocks now and then you know so we don't know where we want to go. It's a wishy-washy market. There's so many differing opinions. Half people think, "Oh yeah, we're going up to new highs and there's inflation coming, stock price is going to inflate as well." And then other people are like, "We've come too far too fast and we need a correction." So it's very wishy-washy. And there's real no general direction. SPY has had a general direction, which is up. Somebody was saying to me the transports have been up. But there's a ton of names that just have no direction right now. A lot of the tech names, really not a lot of direction. I mean, Apple predictably ran up ahead of the spring event and sold off a little bit after. So that was a predictable event. But, you know, you look at all these charts, even Tesla. You know, look at the chart of Tesla. And it's a stock I actively trade almost every single day I'm trading Tesla. Um, you know, it's the same thing. It's like 700. It's kind of holding, but a lot of just wicked candles in there. Oh, we're up to 50 points. Oh no, we're down 50 and we're up 30 and we're down 30 general motors. Same thing up and down and up and down and up and down all around. And there's no general direction right now. It's a tricky market. Um, Christopher Forsman's pounding on us here and he's saying, why don't you guys addressing the anemic volume in the market? And I mean, I, there's plenty of volume. There's people taking the other sides of my trades with no problem. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, too, this month. <laughs> I, I don't know what the, you know, I mean, look at the spy volume. I mean, there, there's plenty of volume in there. Maybe you're just trading the wrong things uh, or the wrong issues, but it's quiet. No, it's, it's a point. Quieter. Volume is down right now. There's definitely a point there. Volume always goes down when you're just in a consolidation phase because, and that's really what the market overall kind of is right now. A lot of these stocks are just consolidating big moves that they've had. I mean, Nucor, you look at the you know the value trade, it gets sold off yesterday on the earnings, but that was in consolidation station before the report. Did for I warn like you a, about the Nucor? Did I warn you about the Nucor? I'm still in it. Is I don't think, I, I think if you're worried I, about it, there's still a good chance to sell it here. I'm just... I, I gotta have some infrastructure on. plays, so I think this is the best one. So from okay. from a steel perspective, of, of the steel stocks, it's my favorite one. I've had it for years, not selling it. Okay, no, but it, it's also a great point. Like everything is going to be down in terms of volume or activity from February. So just to put this in, in some, some context mm-hmm. here, February was Benzinga's highest traffic month in our history by a mile, right? Like, of course. And, and and that it coincided with GameStop and and all that all that, that yeah the buzz right the retail buzz. buzz of course the buzz has subsided so of course like traffic has gone down from February right volume has gone down from February of course it's going to happen because February was such a a a, a a a ridiculous thing that happened a, a viral sensation 
right? Of course it's going to come down. So, so yes, volume has subsided. Um, uh, you know, I, I've seen, it feels like every other day I see, oh, new low of the year in, in, in NICE volume or, or new, new low of the year in, in NASDAQ volume. But they're coming up from crazy levels. Yeah. Think about that. Crazy levels. Yeah. So, like, like, that's what we say. I've been thinking, like, yeah, like, our traffic is down, but look where it was. A mo- like, it was just insane. It was insane two months ago. Like, that doesn't happen very often. It's calmed well, down. We're in a calm period right, right now. It, we'll have more. Don't worry about it. We're going to have more volatility. The volatility will come back. It's, I mean, it's creeping up a little bit. It's creeping up a little, little bit. bit. Remember, little bit. I was telling you that, you know, hey, I'm not too worried yet because, you know, the, the vol is still kind of low. My my one indicator is starting to creep up a little, especially with that move yesterday. That was a kick you in the side of the head move. Lunchtime, you're hanging out. You take out a double top. We're going to new all-time highs and kaplooey. I mean, boom. That, you haven't seen many moves like this, man. That was ugly. That, that, that was, was news, an ugly though. That was to the tax. So, I mean, yes. it hits you on the side of the head with news. You know, there was an event. Right. It was an event that, by obviously, the buy and tax, you know, information right. came out. So, you do, you all always see moves like that off an event, but. What do we do, though? I mean, I, this is a very confusing market for me, too. I'm sitting with quite a bit of cash, too but, much. you know, I'm also part of me wants to jump back into some stocks. I bought some more Alibaba yesterday. I've talked about rebuying the Baba that I sold for a long time. So I did. I used the opportunity. The dip actually was two days ago. Um, well, no, no, I think it was yesterday. I bought it at the open. I bought the opening print. It went straight up for me, too, after, but then pulled all the way back in. So it's the only stock that I put in the long-term portfolio, and it's the shares that I sold when I was worried that Jack Ma had gone missing and he might not be found. So I've been waiting kind of to get those shares back where I sold them, and I did. So I'm back full in, Baba. What are your thoughts, Baba? I'm surprised they didn't get a bigger pop off the settlement. Yeah, then there's Ant Financial. There was some issues there. Are they they really out of the woods with the Chinese regulator? You know, we don't know. yeah. I just think, I just think it's if, if you want some exposure to China, I still think Bob is a great player. Yeah, I agree. Two twenty. Just keep an eye on that. That I mean, you had that spike down to like two eleven. I mean, at this look at this. I know this is your long term investment, so I'm going to go to the monthly chart and I'm going to put mine in here and I'm going to say, hey, you know, this is called two fifteen. Yeah, I know you had this low, a little bit lower than that. That's uh, no, that's two fifteen, and then the panic low was two eleven and a quarter. So there, I mean, monthly chart, it's holding, but it's starting to close on the lower end of this. So it better get out of here. It better get out of this two twenty, two twenty five area. It was actually at two thirty. Better get out of here. Start making some closes over two forty. Then making some closes over two fifty. But it's hanging out, hanging out down here. I mean, I'm not. I'd, I'd rather be long than short. But it's just it's hanging out here too long. Can we do a ticker early ticker time, maybe Spencer? Why Can we do an early one? Why yeah. not? We haven't done. Okay, whatever you we're, want. We're, we're kind of all over the place and done enough stocks. I think we should do an early stocks. ticker time. Let's okay. do ten stocks in ten minutes. Let's oh go. My God, so many. Uh, okay, I'm um, going to the chat. Uh, ooh, uh, Inovi, Ino. Uh, Will wants to know why did Ino get a rug pull? And There's got to be a headline here today. Oh, I actually yeah. didn't see this one. I sold half of my stock on that $10 pop, and I should have yeah. sold it off. That's seven days ago. It went from, you know, it was news. There was oh, something like COVID or something. And I um, I sold half of it on that news. It was a loser for me. And I was like, I'm cutting half this loser. I should have sold it all. 
obviously <gasps> sold it all. There's a headline today. Shares trading lower following reports the company's planning for a predominantly ex-US phase three trial. So they were talking about trial, and it looks like they're not going to do the trial in the US. So they hammer the stock for that. This stock has been an absolute dog. I bought it on an analyst upgrade back when it was 14. I thought it was a Reddit stock. It's been terrible for me. It's I've sold half the loss. I'm going to lose on this stock because I probably am going to sell more of it. I, I wouldn't buy it. It's it's a dog. Talking against my portfolio. This has been a dog. I, I can't I can't say it's not going down yet, you know. I mean yeah. we're still right here at the lows of the stock. No, terrible terrible stock. Yeah, I, I, ter- I don't know what the company was in a terrible all right, stock. All right. Next. All right, that's a tough what, one. Wow. What, about, what about Penn? Penn Ryan noting that Penn can't break its downturn. Ryan thinks to you, Joel. Uh, P.E. I mean, well, I talked about 110 before I left, but no one decided to listen to me on that. So now <laughs> I will I will just say uh, you got a nut. You got a, a, a hope of a bottom here uh, too high or low. So I've, if you're playing this, I just would keep an eye on the low from yesterday. I wouldn't want to wait for 85.92. I'd 88.52. Uh, that was low from yesterday. That's must hold level. You do have three highs in the same area. Got to clear 93. Sell the rip has been working better than buy the dip on most stocks, even though the market's near highs. Next. Um, I'm trying to go for ones that we don't talk about. I mean, uh, SOS is like, ugh. We talked about that the other day. Yeah. That yeah. one's. Um, Let yeah. me see. Is it, uh, is it at $97 yet? What about Fubo? I'm going to take over. What about Fubo? Fubo. Fubo. Yeah, we haven't talked Fubo in a while. This actually got a close above ago. twenty. We, we talked, talked about, about it, it. It had a good day two days ago. We talked about it. Yeah, I know, but we talked about this twenty. Yeah, but it's a widely traded stock, so there is life in Fubo right now. There is some life. It put the nice triple bottom in Joel. It closed above twenty. It has some life. The one problem is it's still an awfully ugly downtrend, but it's kind of perky. So I don't know. If it gets about 2153, it's interesting to me. I would say I wouldn't want to wait for the triple bottom. And, you know, you're always going to have these flush outs below 20. But, you know, maybe you stop yourself at like 19 or something. It's interesting to me. The, I'm not I'll just it. make a blanket statement though. here. I'm not interested in any of the sports stuff, any of the sports gaming. Girl I think it's sports. way overdone. What happened to that great soccer league that they're putting together? Oh, actually, I, I meant to bring JP Morgan should stay out of sports. That's what I have to say. I, I meant to bring that up. Man, you gave back all those games quick. Uh, yeah. Sell the rip, man. Sell the pops. It continues <laughs> to work. I actually shorted Man U on those. I actually made some money. I shorted Man U on that. Yeah. <laughs> It was you. I'm telling you, the dumb little pops, man. Those short. Those are good shorts. As long as you don't what, tell Reddit. Who watches soccer anyway? <laughs> soccer is so boring. Everybody. One nothing. Skill, zero, what about zero. my skills call yesterday too? Right. Also, why you don't know when the game's over in <laughs> soccer when they go to overtime? The guy's looking at his watch. There's I mean, five more minutes. No, yeah, yeah. they do little secret time. The added time. They do yeah. secret time. Oh, it's bonus time. time. I want to know when the game's time. over. I don't want to know when the ref. Oh, it's over. I've never really understood the love for soccer, but maybe it's our North American, you know, point of view. I like hockey. I like football. I like baseball. I've never liked soccer. It's kind of like Al Bundy, you know. Like Al Bundy never liked soccer either. But they 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 love football in Europe. Uh, Oh, it's it's everything. Yeah, soccer, soccer. They call it uh, whatever. Uh, Gotta hold sixteen, Manny. You. That's all I have to say. What about skills? 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 Oh yeah, that's where we're. I'm, I'm grabbing it. I said it yesterday. I said I'll say it. I'd sell this pop. 
1915 when I said that. It went up. I might have taken a little heat. I did not trade it there in 1943. Um, and it went straight down. There was multiple people who reached out to me that shorted that open. That's excellent followers. Good job on that. Straight down from the open. Zero heat. Um, and it filled the gap. Now, it's up here again this morning. Why is skills up this morning? Two influencers. One, Fast Money gave it a whole pile of love, which popped it a buck. And then you got Aunt Kathy over there. She's got to continue to load the boat because she buys the same stocks on dips every day. Very predictable what she's going to buy every day. Uh, she bought another 1.2 million shares of skills there yesterday on the dip. So she's in. So that's why it's popping back up here this morning. So now it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But it was, you know, the, the two-day move was just ridiculous. It was running into a 20 resistance. Didn't quite get there. So it was a nice fade yesterday. Now, I, I don't know where it goes from here. You know, here's another thing where everyone on Wall Street has copied me. Do you know where this Aunt Kathy came from? Why we say you. Aunt Kathy? It, it, came, it came from Auntie Jeanette. Well, well even before that. Far, oh, we're going to get Fari on again. Even before Fari. Who do I? Who used to? I call uncle. Uncle, we haven't heard from. Oh yeah, Uncle long. Carl. Yeah, well, that's it. All started with Carl. me calling Carl Icon Uncle Carl. <laughs> Joel takes and, credit for all. And now he, everyone, he created aunt. God, he created the word aunt. <laughs> Auntie Jeanette, everyone's ripping me off. This, I can't, all, this world is just Joel full of the internet. This all started with syrup. I think. I think they copied the Aunt Jemima. They copied Joel with, with the syrup, and then it's, oh yeah, everybody's well, copying. Well, well, downhill from there. What uh, did I do on the syrup? Oh, like Aunt Jemima. I was going to say that was like, no. That was wrong right. before me. Uh, this is it. Uh, this was an easy call yesterday. I didn't trade it. Fifty percent, almost right on the kisser. You came down to sixteen. Shorts were just loving that move yesterday. They were just scrambling the cover. They said, oh, the 50% at 16. They stacked their bid, 16.5, 16.10, 16.15, 16.20, and it held. And now it's, what was the close? Uh, let's see. It's got to hold the close and take out the 19.55. lot of resistance. A lot of resistance now. You have all kinds of resistance up in the 18s and 19s from bag holders from Ch who chased it yesterday. So careful. On that, uh, I had one there. Wait, can, you, go. You want to go through like the rest of like the the Kathy buys if you care. I don't know. Sure, quickly. Okay, so you mentioned 1.2 million shares of skills bought yesterday. That was the biggest purchase. The rest of them were much smaller. Um, they bought. It's the same stocks, like you said. They bought DraftKings. Oh, they bought Coinbase. We start Coinbase. They bought quarter million shares of Coinbase. Jeez. They buy Coin and DraftKings every day. She buys the same stocks, and look what she sells, man. Okay. She's selling Square. She's sell she's selling Roku. She's selling all the stocks. She's like a day trader now. She's selling all the stocks she bought like three weeks ago. Yep. So I have no idea what's going on there. She's not <laughs> definitely not long term because she's buying and selling like crazy. I mean, she bought a pile of square just like a month ago. Now she's selling a pile of square. What has it done? Is she making money on that sale? I guess. Why don't you keep track of it? I don't know. Like, well, we should start keeping track. Somebody's got to be keeping track of this already. No sense reinventing the wheel. I'm sure is. somebody is. Like, she's selling Roku. Well, she was just buying Roku. What's going on there? It's very interesting. She also so, bought a nice chunk of 3D systems yesterday. Selling yeah. Nvidia. She buys. She buys. She, here's the stock she's buying every day. She buys this SPFR every day, yeah, which bought, never goes up. I bought it because she bought it. It's been a dog. The Jaws um, Spitfire's back. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought it because of the 10 support, too. What, what's, uh, what, are they, what are they doing? Jaws Spitfire? I think yeah. Mitch likes it, too. I think Mitch, uh, Mitch likes everything. Did Mitch talk me into Mitch, did you talk me into SPFR? 
who is that again? Why that's, did I buy SPFR? I'm down 30 cents in it, but I bought 1050. <laughs> that's I'm Velo about, I'm down 30 cents that's, in that, it. That, SPFR is Velo 3D. The uh, uh, da, da, da. I think Mitch likes this one. Mitch, do you like SPFR? 3D. Where is he? Mitch left. Taking a nap. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is out. Uh, it's a 3D. It's a okay. 3D company. So that must be uh, why. And I like the ten. Um, yeah. So she's selling PayPal, Square. She's selling the stock she was buying before. She's very. She's like a good day trader now. Yeah. Buy the rip, sell the or buy buy the rip, sell the. Dip. She's buying the. Hopefully, buying the dip and selling the rip. But but wait, can we go back to Coinbase for just a sec? Yeah. Because I don't know what to tell you about this. this following thing. Bitcoin. Bitcoin's been straight down. It just follows Bitcoin. So if you see Bitcoin, get a relief pop. Bit, look, look at bring up the chart of Bitcoin. Put it beside it. Okay. Give me a chart of Bitcoin. Well, there's Bitcoin, Bitcoin was under fifty thousand when I looked at it an hour ago. There it is. So we've come off significant sell off in Bitcoin overnight. It's not surprising that you get the follow, you know, sell off here. It's it's going to trade in, in, uh, with a little bit maybe lower volatility than the Mara and the Riot. And the BTBT. I just threw it in the same whole group. I have the whole group of Bitcoin stocks. Bitcoin starts taking off. I try to buy that group. Bitcoin starts selling off. I try to sell short that group. So just you want to hear something price. interesting? This thing has made a lower high every single day. It's not I the predict. Kind of stock I want. I predict it will eventually make a higher make high. A higher high. That's I predict that as well. <laughs> it's yep. usually on the Bueller nine times. It's never get to the tenth. So we're on day seven, day eight. Or, or I guess this is day seven. Um, it's day, day eight tomorrow. No, day eight today. So tomorrow. So it'd be Monday. Would be day nine. So maybe it's going to be on the ninth day. It'll Number nine. Nine times. I don't nine know. Nine times. Not Bueller. nine lower lows though. So that's you yeah. know that's a little bit of a positive. That's a hot uh, take from Mr. Joel right there. <laughs> and it's tough. Bitcoin's, already- Bitcoin's been been getting hit here for about a week, so it's not surprising the coin gets hit too. I should have sold all my Bitcoin and bought Ethereum. I'm telling you, man, that was the trade. Screwed up. If you're wondering what stocks Dennis trades with uh, Coinbase, uh, Bitcoin, here you go. Here's a list. I'm sure I don't trade that small one, so no, but he trades small... he, he trade some of these. He trades CAN. I'm sure you trade. No, B- I don't trade CAN. No? My list is Mara, Mara, Riot, Riot, BTBT. Yeah, it's on here. And then if if it's really getting slammed, I'll do Square or PayPal on it, but it's got to really be getting slammed. So those small moves, but mainly those three stocks. Mara, Riot, BTBT. This LGHL, I know, and AEHL, some of these are loosely connected to it, but you know that that's not nearly as much connected. And then, oh, yeah, and the other one, the big one is M, uh, MSTR, obviously. I trade MSTR. How's that doing? Obviously. They're getting hit. What, how's all these Bitcoin? The Bitcoin stocks themselves have really been actually hit pretty hard, considering Bitcoin is only down. You know, wait, what, that's a two for one stock. These are down way more. Oh, oh my no. lord! They've all been hit. Mara, Riot, BTBT, Coin has been hit now. It's been tough. It's just unbelievable. That thing was at thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, it's cut wow. in half, two for one split. That's when everybody thought that you know that's a, a micro strategy. I believe it's just isn't it all mining. Isn't it crypto mining? What the hell do they do? I just know it's a Bitcoin stock. Yeah, because they put a bunch do? of money into Bitcoin. What? They no, put or, or do they just put a bunch of? I think they're in the mining. No, I think I was here as a no, miner, isn't it? Yeah, they're a miner. Yeah. I just know I go those three, those four stocks: Mara, Riot, B 
BTBT and MSTR. I, I kind of trade all those together as, as relationships. I, I'm the relationship trader. This is how I make my money. I this know. is how bright trading traders make their money. Quantitative approach to the markets, looking at relationships. I don't care. You know, the, the Bitcoin is my price indicator, and I'm buying or selling these stocks off of Bitcoin. Riot has to be one of the all-time great comeback stories because, like, I remember that thing in 2018, and, and I, I was like, it's never seeing – Oh, yeah. It's never seeing 46 ever again. It did. And it did. It did. Because January and February were the bag holder bailouts of the century. People, I had stocks that I were down 50, 60%, and then they came back too. I was saying it back then. I was like, remember we talked about it. This was the the top when I was looking at my long-term portfolio, and I was up on 94 out of 100 stocks. I I mean, I had six losers. I was like, this is just stupid. I've never seen that before. Where I got my long-term portfolio, and I'm up in everything. I've yep. never seen that before. Now, if you look at it, it doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> Lots of losers in there. So all those growth names, all those higher PE stuff, those are all crap. <laughs> Lots of losers. INO's in there. That's been a horrible stock. INO? What analyst did you buy that off? I don't know. Go back and look. He upgraded that, it and gave like a $30 was, price target. He really that screwed was early, That was an early COVID play in OVO. That was early. It, it was that, and then it was a Reddit stock. I actually played it once and made some money, and I got back in. You sure? You just stay up. <laughs> I was out clean. So, Neo, they want to talk Neo. We haven't talked Neo in a while. Okay. Let's talk Neo. That's talk usual. Neo. I think we're talking Neo like every other day. It's trying to break the downtrend. It's interesting. XPV, I trade these two stocks together, obviously. For sure, it's probably going to look similar. XPV is still clearly in the downtrend. Neo's trying to get out of the downtrend. Seeing a big block trade this morning in Neo, 1.2 million shares. That's meaningless to me. Okay. I, I look at zero block trades. Okay. Just just letting you know, like some people like that stuff. I don't think there's any alpha. Well, sometimes, sometimes it's, no. a, it's fun blowing up. This was, and Joel and I have had this conversation. Joel's going to agree with me. Block trades were important back before institutions had algorithms that chopped up all their orders. Yeah. So I block size on the book, like a big size order I'll talk about. But one just trade, there's so many institutional crosses. There's so yeah. much stuff. A block trade in the pre-market is probably just an old institutional cross from the close. You know, so, you know, where was that price? Was the price of the block trade 39.57? Just, just, I don't I don't even know. I'm just guessing. I bet you it was 39.57. I bet you you're right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what is, that is, is an institutional late reported cross from the closing price. Absolutely meaningless. To today's activity but you'll have Zip. traders out there saying oh there's a I block know, trade I know, oh this I indicates know. it's going up they don't Happened know what they're yesterday. talking about they don't know what they're i talking know about. you know what block trades were fun when you could participate in them right yeah when you could see the For you could sure, see Joel. the truck coming in and you're like i want to oh, get in a piece of this yeah. there's a big print coming trip nines on the offer no bids yeah, I'll throw my bid. I'll provide I'll, I'll, yeah. The sucker's gapping down. I'll back up the truck. I'll help I'll, out here. I will. That's that was the day, Joel. That was yeah. 20 years ago, though. And then sometimes you would go out on that. You're like 96 bid, and you get done at like 94, and you're like, oh, my God. You know, like what just yeah, happened what, Was there? there more coming? The worst <laughs> is when they go trip nines gap down, and then it goes trip nines on here again. <laughs> then you're like, oh, boy. We got a gap into a gap. We're in trouble now because I just loaded up on that one, and they got another fish, big fish coming through. <laughs> <laughs> or if you would, uh, if you saw the big block coming in and you threw, you threw in a bunch of orders, and then you're waiting, you know, and you're waiting for, um, waiting for a fill. 
and you're waiting for a fill. Sometimes five minutes. That, that spe- it was specialist back then. They're putting together the print. The way it worked, so the way it worked with the block trades on the floor back in the day when you actually everybody traded on the floor, they traded. don't anymore. Yeah, they got they got a big order. They're like, okay, so we're going to throw, we're going to go one up. 100 shares on the bid, 100 mm-hmm. shares. Sometimes it go trip nines, but it go one up. Okay, we got something. And that means nobody can trade it because when it's one up, one bid, one down, nobody could auto-execute or anything. So it's just sitting there on New York. Specialist is calling everyone. I got a big <laughs> seller here. Who wants to help me out? I'll buy a piece. You buy a piece. It sits there for two minutes. We know it goes one up. We throw it, or you see the trip nines. We'll throw our bids out there too. It's like, I'll help out. What that is is an advertisement to traders saying, there's a huge seller here. It wants to sell 100,000 shares and we don't want to take them down 10 bucks. We need some help. So they wait for the liquidity to come in. So we come in as bright trading would come in, you know, other yep. prop traders would come in, floor traders would come in and we say, okay, I'll buy some, I'll buy some, I'll buy some. They gaff it down a buck and then we try to work it. You know, we're taking that, was it just here? Now it's Help here. It out. Then we try to work it out, you know, and sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. But usually those gap downs would sometimes be the capitulation. Like the big seller was selling a little bit all day. He's like, okay, give me the hell out. And then it gaps down. It's called capitulation and that's it. That's when block trades meant something. Somebody wanted me to uh, explain block yeah. trades. That's when it meant something. Now Remember it doesn't it used mean to hit much. Status? It's, it's crosses. It's off exchange. It doesn't mean nearly as much as it used to. Used to hit status. Remember on ready? Do you still have that status? You're oh yeah, like, get status. Get like, status. Boom, get status. Boom, boom. You're Do you remember Rashid? Do you remember Rashid? <laughs> what happened? He, the, the specialist screwed him on a fill, so he sat there and he hit get status to the specialist on the floor a thousand times. He literally hit it a thousand times. He'd go get status. Specialist, so what it would do, it'd pop up on the screen and specialist would say, not filled. Not filled. <laughs> ND. Not ND. filled. It'd pop up. ND, not filled. So the specialist, it's, it's, it was a message to the specialist on the floor. What are you doing in my order? It's not filled. It's not filled. <laughs> he was so mad, he just kept statusing an order. So finally, the exchange called Bright Trade and they called your office and they said, who is this trader that is say, has just statused our specialist a thousand times? He's been doing it for an hour straight. He's like, tell him to stop doing it or we're going to bar him from tr- from the post. So anyways, you, you're like, you yell at Rashid because you were the trains who rise like, Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing in the corner, but he statused him so many times, man. I was like, he was so mad because he screwed him on a print. Like, he should have got a print and he, like, pennied him. Remember when they would do the pennying? Like, he was sitting there at 25 bucks that were, or, and the stock's like 26 gaps down. He goes 25.01 in front of him. He's like, he totally screwed me on that print. You know, like, I should have been part of that and he left me out. And uh, then he was mad about it. So. It's just fun stuff back in the day. Yeah, Wait, so I'm trying to. They don't allow you to do that anymore. You can't go to the specialist on the floor and say, I'm trying to imagine what that was like. So, Joel was like the teacher who had to like corral all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd yell at me. Like, we had some, you know, a mo- somebody's mom came in the office and I cussed and said the F word. And Joel gave me so much trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trading room. I'm sitting in the corner like, F this, you know, like lost some money on a trade. Joel's like I'll comes over it. and lectures me. He's like, stop swearing. Somebody's mother's in this trading room. <laughs> I'm the 22 year old buck. Joel's giving me hell. There's an effing mother in the room. Oh, no, I was so mad. I was like getting killed on a trade. So hey, a buddy of mine's in that building now. I was gonna go up on the on the tenth floor and see if uh, our old stopping grounds. But hey, we really—I mean, we went. We digress. Who cares? That was fun. Spencer, you're just—I liked it. Oh, come on. Okay, uh, bringing it back. Uh, we did have somebody ask a few moments ago uh, about a couple of the exchanges. They asked about ICE and CME. I don't know if you want to if you want to look at those. What do you mean? 
like the charts. Yeah, I trade oh, all these together. Oh. I CME. I so if you want to know about my trading, it's all groups of stocks, and you know, and you look, and they all kind of go together. Ice CME, NDAQ, uh, CBOE. Those four are all kind of you know grouped together. And if you look, the charts all look somewhat similar. So you know, I trade those against each other. From a technical basis, I mean. They've really done been doing nothing too. I mean, ice is near all time high, so I shouldn't say look at that. Doing nothing, just, but... If you're trading ice, just keep an eye on 119. Ice, ice, there. baby. Yeah, look at that. 119 must hold level in ice. Uh, CME uh, consolidation station. Wait for it to break out of this three week trading range. Uh, CBOE. Uh, boom, boom, boom. They're all consolidation stations. Yeah, the highs. They've been good. They've been good. Oh man, look at the top. I mean, man, major seller there. You can you can pick out that level you need for a breakout. The reason I don't have any of these in my long term portfolio is I still don't know where the financial transaction tax is going. And if an FTT was proposed, these stocks would get hammered, 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 hammered. And I think that could still be coming down the pipe. So that's why I said at the beginning of the year. I don't want to own any exchanges. I don't want to own like any even like retail brokers like IBKR for that reason. Because I don't know when that comes, but eventually I think it's going to get proposed. I obviously hope it gets shot down, but it will hammer the exchanges. Uh, go ahead. If you like the old trading stories, we can tell more of them. If we get enough likes, we'll tell all the stories. <laughs> so <laughs> all the stories. We can't tell them all. We can only tell the PG No, we ones. definitely can't tell them all. Go oh, ahead. I definitely, though, uh, when um, Albert Einstein was on yesterday, I had a lot of things going on. So I get, but when he was talking about when uh, you Einstein know people uh, came on the floor. Yep. Oh, my gosh. You never want to bring a pretty girl on the floor. Well, I don't know what it's like now, but I mean, it's tamer now. The, I'll I'll tell you one time. I don't know if I should say this. Yeah, I don't this know. One girl, no, it's okay because I didn't down. do it. This one girl. <laughs> wait, wait, it's okay. It's okay. Lady, I didn't do this it. Is I didn't do it. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. The whole pit was saying, "Show us your." Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is the world has changed right. a lot, and since. she the did pit is not like that. She anymore. did. Oh, she did. And the place went. Volume, volume went to zero. <laughs> oh, we stopped trading. Pretty, you know, pretty girl on the floor. You could just call it. You know, they would just call a halt, and they were just yelling. Just she was busty, and they were like yelling it. And I'm like, oh my god! And she did it. Oh my god! Someone got fined some big time money for that. All right, so, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this back. I'm bringing this back. This is this is a tough story. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know where okay. we go here. Oh, here, I don't want any, like... <laughs> here. Ball for trading has a good question, Dennis. What sources do you recommend for learning about order flow? There's not really a hell of a lot of good ones. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of you know, feel like, like order flow, like talking, like it's reading tape reading, you know, it, it's all kind of screen time learning about that stuff. But, you know, I can give you a quick lesson. Like if you're looking at the tape, you're looking at, you know, the consolidated tape, which is all the trades that are going by showing you the exchanges that they're happening. Um, if we go back to when we were trading, the majority of trades were on NYC. Now you got all the different exchanges they're trading on. But, you know, when you're seeing FINRA, the biggest thing to read out from, you know, FINRA is if it's done at the bid in the offer, it's usually that's off exchange market makers that are matching the 
quote. So, you know, sometimes in some smaller trades, there's a place where you can kind of feel it because some of the off-exchange market makers will, like, let some of the orders get through to the market, driving the price higher. Like, I believe this happens. Obviously, I'm not an off-exchange market maker, but Joel was. I mean, you know, some of these orders will go through. And then, you know, you start seeing them selling on the offer and selling on the offer and selling and matching the offer. Well, as a day trading perspective, it's like, okay, well, the big, the, the smart money, which is the exchange market makers, the citadels, the virtues, there's the smartest money on any, uh, from short-term, you know, prediction, price prediction. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll be selling, selling, selling on the offer on a small cap. It's like, okay, well, that's where it's going to, you know, that's where we're running into resistance because you got citadel virtue, everybody's dumping it there. And, but for the most part, they're just trading the spread. So it's hard to read as much into that too. Like it's a bit offer, bit offer, bit offer. But now on some small cap names, you can get a feel for, okay, well, they're really selling on this 100 share offer. It's trading thousands of shares there. It's all happening on FINRA. So off-exchange market makers are all dumping it. So they've just went, you know, maybe potentially short the stock. You want to kind of follow that. I mean, that's all just different, you know, that's one little piece of order flow, you know, that you can look at as the FINRA trades. But, you know, just saying, oh, well, FINRA is buying at, at the bid there. I'm going to go higher. Well, they're probably selling at the ass too. So it might be, you know, just, you know, an indication of just taking the spread. 90% of the time, they might just be taking the spread back and forth. So lots of different ways to look at order flow, though. And you don't use level two at all? I, I, I do. Yeah, oh, do. I have I have level two for sure. Okay. Um, I have all of them. I pay for everything. And, I you know, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I think ARCA. So I have NASDAQ, um, NASDAQ Total View. I think that's like 150 bucks a month. I have ARCA Book. It's cheap. I think it's like 30 bucks a month. I don't even know what it is. It's just all grouped in. Um, and then there's NYSE open book is 60 bucks a month. Um, there's at the edge and, and, you know, so, th- so yeah, I pay for it all. I got the quotes on everything. So I kind of got the books on everything where, you know, if there's a big order there and sometimes you'll just see a big fish, it's just a big order. Like we pointed out yesterday in LUV, there was just a huge order there. I believe it was 65 and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to buy the 64. Because um, it's going to run under major resistance at 65. I don't so, think it ever got there. Yeah, I never even got close to there. But, you know, if it would have got up to the higher 64s, I probably would have short. Because you got big fish up there that you can lean on a little bit. So, you know, that that is the nice thing about having the books is knowing where the big fish are. But, again, 90% of institutions aren't showing their hand like they used to. Back in the day, there was big orders all over the place. So you could kind of get a feel. You know, you got a big order here, big order here. Well, it's probably going to bounce between there a little bit until you get a big buyer to take this out or a big seller to take this fish out. Now, you know, it's just like needle in a haystack. There's not as many of those big orders around. But when they're there, they're still significant. The HFT algos are all over them. The prop traders are watching them. Anybody who's subscribed to the books and is reading flow a little bit is watching them too. Because those, you know, you got a big seller there. It takes a lot of money to take it out. You got a 100,000 share order to sell a $10 stock. It's a million bucks to take that out. If it's, you know, a $100 stock, it's 10 million bucks to take that out. So yeah. you got to think about, you know, it's hard to get through there without a lot of buyers. Greg makes a good point. You know, you're 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 not trying to gain an edge by looking at what everyone else is doing in the charts and all this stuff. I mean, have a plan. Get your order out there. If you want to sell at a price and you got, I mean, get done. Don't you know? Use your your parameters because if you're going to spend time looking and jockeying and seeing what oh they're a big seller, big buyer, big that you don't know what like these option trades. You don't know what they're doing on the other side of things. So I like what Greg says, man. Just Put your order out there. Get done. Have a stop. Have a target. And don't worry, especially in this world, you know, uh, you know, with the 
you know, with a hundred up all the time, basically. Uh, I agree with Greg on that one. All right, See, 847. It, it depends your time frame. So I'll take you the Sean way here. When your time frame matters, if you're a short-term scalper or day trader, I yes. don't put any of my orders out there. Yep. Because I'm in the market and they're going to lean on me all the time. And I don't like giving insurance. I use what is called a discretionary order. Where if I want to buy a stock at 38.50, I'll throw my order down at like 38 with 50 cents of discretion. So if it goes 38.50 offer, it'll lift it automatically. It's on the exchange. It's sitting there on the exchange with discretion. So it'll you know instantaneously buy the offer if it gets offered there. But if I'm just sitting there 38.50 bid, they start trading in front of you and leaning on your bid for protection, and you might not get filled. So I like, you know, or using discretionary orders. Again, if you're at, you know, some of these smaller discount brokerages, they probably don't have these options. You kind of get what you pay for. Yep. Free trading. You don't get all the tools and, and, and bells and whistles that we're going to get. But, you know, I use discretionary orders on everything. So I'm literally, um, um, you know, out of the market. I don't want to be in the market. I want my bid in this market because my bid is going to push the price higher just because you got a bid out there. They're like, oh, high read straight. So I'll lean on this guy here at 38.50. I'll lean on him. I'll buy it ahead of him. And then if the going gets tough, I'll slam him. And then, you know, so you get filled when it blows through you. But, you know, if the stock's wide, you know, what happens too when you throw your 3850, they go 3851, Not on Bank America or AMD, but on the smaller mid caps, you throw a 3850, it's automatically bid 51 in front of you, the penny jumper, you know, and then, you know, so, so and then you pull it and then they pull it too, but they're leaning on you. For protection i don't like giving my protection out there so i don't like sitting my orders out there if you're a long-term retail investor and you're doing two or three trades a day and you just want to have your order on the book just in case it gets down there i mean that's a different story but if you're an active trader i don't like being inside the market yep all right well let's do one and then jason's gonna hop on in a moment here ramon's been very patient he's asked about woof a lot today petco so let's take a look at woof held up well Held up very well in a in a in a name in, in a market that has been hitting you know the smaller I don't know if Woof's a growth name maybe maybe no. that's the issue it's more no. of a value play but it's held up very well twenty five is always a big psychological level for a stock because on the options they go twenty for twenty two and a half twenty five I mean yeah we have dollars and you know they've they've changed it over the years but it's always you know in those two and a half point increments like Kenny Glick says you know you got twenty five go twenty seven and a half you got twenty seven and a half you're going thirty. So the next step for this is to get through 25. That's the big level for it. It's double top there twice, two days in a row, telling me there's some major resistance at 25. That's it my needs boy. to get through there. That's my boy. And that's the 50% retracement too. Look at that. 2460, 25. So, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it had the, the IPO, got slammed, came back. Halfway back, people are deciding, you know, it's just going back. I love it. I love your call on that one, 25. You hear, you hear that? Mike S. Mike S. has to leave. We gotta wait. So I'm on. Mike, Mike S. has to leave because I'm the biggest pumper. Okay, so let's let's hold off. Let him go. Raz, okay. you said something last week before you get going. I, you said something that really intrigued me last week, and yeah. I want or yeah, last week I want to talk to you about it. You, you mentioned that that Bitcoin thing. No, you came on dirt this week, like on Tuesday. And you mentioned that Benzinga was putting some money into a Bitcoin thing with TradeStation and there was different rates of return. So I know you're just uh, – tell me about it. What's the rate of return? Because I am – I don't know. Just for like the next couple, maybe months, maybe a year, locking in 5 7%. Tell me about with that thing with TradeStation. I just put in last night at 11.55 p.m. another – I guess I could say seventy thousand of Benzinga money to this program. So you're um, going to keep at, you're going to keep adding to it, right? 
It's 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 um so it's I Joel. It's USDC. It's the stable coin. It's compared to the USD. So I like to get some interest on cash because I don't want to risk the principal with all my money. You can buy yes. you you can buy AT and T and get a six and a half percent yield. I get it, and that's nice. They're not taxing dividend, you know, not increasing dividend tax. But I wanted to get some USDC six to ten percent yield. So basically, between TradeStation, BlockFi, and Voyager, you can go from six to ten percent. There's other places that people are going to write in the chat. Raz, you can go. You can go use this place, this place, this place, Ariba, and that. I don't like those places as much because I want a secure place. Voyager has two hundred million dollars in the bank cash. Okay, that makes me feel comfortable. TradeStation has been around for years. The brokerage, yes, Lehman's been around for years. Different leverage points, and so that's what I've done. So, for example, I again, I'm telling you, I put seventy thousand last night into this USDC. Well, it's not in it yet. It'll probably be in today. But um, my point is, at the end, if there's four hundred thousand. And you have ten, you know, eight percent interest. Yeah. That's, that's you know the numbers. I don't, well, you know. Well, and what's the and what's your downside? Yeah, how does so if you get eight to ten percent interest? It doesn't. We lost like, them for a second. No, you did not. not you no. did not. You did not lose me. You did not lose me. You, yeah, I was like there. what is the downside? So I, I, eight to ten. I didn't talk. Interest. I didn't talk because I'm saying <laughs> you stumped them. <laughs> no, you didn't stump me. That's my answer. No downside. That's my answer. That's my I'm answer. I'm in. So yeah, like eight so, to ten percent. I'll install all my stocks and go all in there so, too right so, now because so, eight to ten percent in the stock market is a great long term return. That's why there's got to be some risk somewhere. There, I don't is. know anything so, about it. So but. Dennis, Dennis. So he, he, here's the story. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, walls. Yeah. Now, if you guys are in the room right now, you may send out. Um, you may send out stuff and like say there's a Wall Street Journal uh, wrote an article about this thing. But they didn't do it right. They wrote about the Bitcoin interest stuff, and that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing USDC. The interest Excellent. is if your if your counterparty went bankrupt, and the counterparty is like uh, Coinbase or BlockFi, if they go bankrupt or um, Circle, if they go bankrupt, okay, that means that TradeStation wouldn't back up the money. That means that um, you know, I mean, it would have right. So it's it's counterparty it, risk, which is the same with any like sort of. Any instrument, any debt instrument, right? It's kind well, of well, the one difference is, uh, Spencer. Just to be clear, I don't want, I'm not, I don't want to pump up or sell anything, and then someone gets screwed and make a mistake. I like to uh, let's do downside scenarios now. Let's go, yeah. let's go as hard, let's go as hard as we can for this. So the downside scenario, Spencer, is if you have your money in J.P. Morgan or a bank, there's a thing called, and I think you know this, but FDIC insurance. Right. You're insured up to two hundred fifty thousand. Now, back in two thousand eight, Spencer, when some banks got, you know, and credit unions had to close down. Their FDI insurance was up to 250 and people had more money in there. None of those people lost their money. The government backstopped them. So they went past the FDIC insurance, which is the right thing to do. When you put your money in something where you think it's going to be completely, um, you know, completely secure, um, you know, so th th that's different. That one I would say is more secure. Dennis, when something is giving like like you're saying right now six yeah. to ten percent i want to be all in right but it sounds too good to be true because the yeah. rate is so high and that yeah. is and that is my concern so i went to the ceos of every of those brokerages i have it in writing everything and i can read the emails telling me that um you know we're secure we're you know the the people they have it with they have to have 10 to 1 leverage of cash on the balance sheet versus this stuff 
you know, and I researched it for seven months before doing it. I know, it. I know. And and, and and Dennis, I haven't been able to find someone tell me to tell me that I have more than a zero, sorry, a point zero 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 one percent chance of losing this money. I have not been able to find someone. Now, I'm not saying they're not out there. So if you're out there and you're telling me that my money's at more risk than I think, and you're listening to this amazing pre-market prep show, please let us know. Jason at Benzinga.com, because I've done immense research on it and i can't find it i can't find it guys i have put um what if I, bitcoin goes to twenty five thousand? doesn't matter okay that's what that's what i've been told i i said what if Bitcoin? my you see i'm a more risk reverser than you i guess i still no, i'm not yeah you're more risk reverse but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking about my tesla position but um i i i am if bitcoin goes to five thousand is the question i asked that was the question I asked because yeah. I, because guys, I also put my personal savings in there. Like not all of it. I'm interested I, too. You've got I, I'm me very interested. Be a Joel both like, interesting. Yeah, ten percent relatively risk free. I would personally like you got here. I'll put a link in the chat. Let's do this since I'm since I'm dropping advice that I think is useful. I'm gonna put a link in, and hopefully, if you're gonna open up a Voyager account, you'll use a Benzinga link. Let's see. I know we have an affiliate link. Do we not? It's very. It sounds like it's very conservative, and when because I know you have a huge appetite for risk. So when you talk about something conservative, and you talk about that kind of return, you got my attention. Oh yeah, and you got my full attention because yeah. I've been looking at some structured products from some of these brokerage firms where supposedly it's eight to fifteen percent with no downside. I mean, there's a lot of BS out there. I've so. tried to, I've tried to get my brother to, to put money in. Like, you know, uh, my brother has been, my brother is more, is very conservative and he hasn't done it yet. My dad, I didn't try to, it. my dad, you know, yeah, but I'm telling dad, you, yeah. but, but I'm telling you guys, I have talked to the C, I mean, I can pull up my emails. Like, like I, I like here, I, I mean, maybe I should, I can show you the emails from the CEOs of these brokerages from Voyager, from this, like saying, and I ask question, okay, is all your money in this stuff? And, you know, like I, I go deep on it. And I, I, I'm not saying to you, Joel, and I, I want to be clear. Let's, Joel, let's just say your life, okay? Let's say you had 10000 for your daily, your, your monthly expenses. I'm not using like real numbers. 20000 for the stock market. And then let's say you had 70000 saved. It's all you had, okay? 70000 is your total savings. I'm not saying put all 70000 no, but I what I'm But what I'm saying is, Put half 35,000, 30,000. Um, is this it? I just pulled a special. Right, we and Joe both clicked yeah. the link, so you're making some money off that link. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making earn, money. It says but, earn up but, to 10% interest APR. It's right there at the top of the yeah. page. And so, where? Uh, let me see. No, no, but here, Greg Martin, we got, we got to, we got to look at Greg Martin's comment because I, I, I won't listen. I don't believe that. There's no downside, Greg. I don't. I, well, this is basically I, lending Voyager money, is it not? I, I it's no, it's lending the counterparty money. So Voyager. Yeah. I mean, I can have Steve come out and talk about. It. We've talked about it like five we times should. on the show. Oh, I, I, I've had it like a bunch. I, you know. So hold on. So, oh yeah, the interest rate can change. So, for example, right now, like the interest rate can change. Um, I monitor the USDC rates. There's twelve percent rates you can get right now. I'm an expert on USDC on the rate of return. So there are brokerages that pay 12% right now. Um, I wouldn't invest in those because the the counterparty risk is a lot higher. I look at who the counterparty Trade is. Trade station, the I mean, they've been so Coinbase is the main counterparty here? Well, so that's the, the, it's either the GSU. So Gemini is one of the, 
it depends on what USDC you get. So there's GUSD, which is Gemini. Gemini is GUSD. So if you go inside your um, and, and that's the one that's one one by the, the Winkle Winklevoss. I don't know yes, yes, and they have a lot of cash in the balance sheet. So I wouldn't say um, I'll open I'll open up my um, I'm gonna open up my Voyager account right now and show you guys my personal. So you can't do it. You can't do it at. Uh, you can't do it at traditional bro. You you wouldn't be able to get this done at a traditional brokerage firm. No, right? no. Trade Station though has crypto, man. So that okay. is. So here I'm gonna log into my Voyager and show you guys what it looks I, like. I, I think I, some of them, Joel, you can. Like Fidelity is starting to allow it. Oh, uh, really? I think I think so. Someone said it over a mill. You got to have a mill. All right. Well, Benzing obviously. I don't. I don't think that. Okay. I think I think Spencer's saying some fake news. Okay. I have not heard Voyager. Uh, Someone uh, put that no, in. No, the no, chat. no. I I, so, I, didn't, I didn't say they have it. I said they're like going to start. They're they're going to start it. Is is what I remember a few months, a couple months ago. Um, Me and Joel yeah. love six to eight percent. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, I worked hard. I haven't been able to sleep at night when he told me that. Wait, like, hold on, hold on, hon. I gotta go up. Josh Montanero says. I trust meet Kevin's perspective. And what is that? Because I brought this up to him a while ago and he wasn't familiar with it at the time. So what 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 is that? USDC versus USDT. Okay, those are two different tether. That's um its time period is annually, guys. I'm gonna show you my interest statements. I'm gonna show you it all right now, guys. Hold on. I got it all up. All right. Yeah, like someone just mentioned that, uh, you know, they used to call Bernie Madoff uh the Jewish T bill, one percent a month. Now, yeah, well, no, I I hear you. I don't know why it's to be Jewish, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where that came in. <laughs> oh, it's a racist joke, but you're you guys are all Jewish, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> I guess. That's what he was called. Joel said it and Joel said yeah. Joel's Joel said Jewish. It. I guess if you're just doing a joke against yourself, I guess I think Joel's okay. I'm I, not sure if that's okay or not. Though. I think Joel's half a Jew. Just kidding. Okay. All right. Hold on. I gotta okay. So I have my crypto right here, nine percent interest. Wait, wait, wait. I, let me go full screen on you, or Ellie. Oh, not that. Hold on. I'm terrible. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So, okay. That's um, nine percent interest. I'm going to show you my returns. I see it. Okay. I'm going to show you the returns now. So I just showed you nine percent interest. Um, now, where do I show you what my yield has been so far? Um, I one month return, one year. I got to show you, like. I mean, I get like you know, um, it hey, depends on numbers. You I get it going in the account, man. I mean, I, I'll I'll do my own due diligence on it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Joel, gonna research this thing. <laughs> I got the link up. I'm going looking this thing yeah. after the show. Which one? Um, which one was it? Was it a Benzinga link or did I Raz? Was it a Raz? Yeah, here, here, it's this hey, one. Put, it's not a Raz link. It's Benzinga. I, I, I'm not self-serving to just Raz. Okay. Um, I, you know, yes, I've given my blood, sweat, and tears for this company, and you know, a lot of my stuff's tied up in equity. But like, I don't give my own personal links to make money. This is if there's money. No, goes, no, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, no, that's, oh. not even, that's not even. Um. So yeah, oh. it, it's all it is is a link through Benzinga. But the links in the chat right now. Um, Got it. And do the, the Voyager one. And, right? and, and, and guys, and guys, guys, I want to be clear. When something sounds too good to be true, it's usually is. So it, it's like. When I did this research, there's this company circle that created the USDC. So go research that. Um, I talk to the CEOs of these companies, and they're people I trust very much so. So Steve Ehrlich's the CEO of Voyager. Before Steve Ehrlich was the CEO of Voyager, I would say to people in general that Steve Ehrlich is the nicest guy I know. Most gentlemanly, I call him the biggest mensch. When I was you know, trying to get business at Lightspeed when he was a CEO, 
every other like you know not every other but a lot of people like take them out you know wine and dine we went to a rangers hockey game all i tried to do was buy him a shirt it was his tickets you know this is many years ago he wouldn't, let, he wouldn't let me spend a dollar on him not a dollar he's just the most like ethical nicest guy i know and i've said that for years um and so he's the voyager ceo he's never going to tell me a wrong thing when it like you know to risk something that could hurt my family um and so i invest in this voyager at nine percent it seems too good to be true so i don't put every single cent in there i put in 50 i put in say i had a hundred thousands in saving let's just make up a number then i would put in forty thousand just uh and i and what i did the first month guys i dipped my toes i put in 5k the second month i put in 10k and then so I was at 15K. I wanted to make sure I got the interest. And the month after, I put another 15K. And so I was at 35,000. Um, and then that's what it is right now. But I listen, um, I um, I don't I just don't want people to jump in to something that none of us fully, fully get. And like any good article, I mean, I've had our Benzinga research team research it. And, you know, you know, what we'll do we'll do next week. We'll I'll work on getting some more of the USDC, the circle creator on just to ask more questions. Yeah, Excellent. So, so you see Brian Walls. This is what I was talking about. Brian Walls is at Celsius 13 percent. And there's things you can do. See, I don't like that when it's so high. I don't like it. I want these companies to make. Like I said to Steve, like, why don't you lower the interest rate? Because like, may, like, be more conservative. I didn't like that. I don't want a thirteen percent. That sounds just way too good to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the way I look at it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry on the crypto conversation, guys. I I don't mean to it's bore very you. Informative though. I mean, I know you you make good you know, a lot of good investments, and you mentioned that, and I'm just like, because I'm 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 sitting on way too much cash. I'm gonna have more cash, and I just well, that's a good I want to get rid of it. Well, that's a good problem. Yeah, that's what you know. Grant Cardone, one of my guys. Uh, I know people don't necessarily like him all the time, but wow, he's he, you know what he you know what he says. You know what he says. He says cash is trash. Cash is trash. And he what he means is take your cash, leverage it into real estate deals. You know, margin. You know, because you listen, dude. Think about this, Dennis. You want to make well. You you have a prop trading behind you, so it's different for Dennis. But for most of us. If you put you know hundred thousand dollars in the market, you get a twenty percent return. You get one hundred twenty thousand. If you have a hundred thousand in cash, you can go buy one real estate property, only put twenty thousand dollars down, then leverage that up, then go buy another one, another yeah. one, another one, and another one. They're not liquid, though. No. They're not liquid. If you, it's not that liquid. You're right. They are right now. They are. They are. They are right now. Joel. Joel. Here's the truth, man. I had zero dollars to my name many years ago. Zero. 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 I bought my first house for forty two five. I got a mortgage for sixty four nine. They gave me a check for twenty two thousand at closing. I took that twenty two thousand, twelve thousand to fix the house with a Spanish team that I didn't speak didn't speak English. So it was Where not was that at? it was not easy. And I sold the house three months later for ninety six two fifty or ninety two fifty. Anyways, I made thirty thousand dollars in the first house in three months. Where took was that the, at? Where was your first house? Six six mile and telegraph. Ooh. House flipping. Yeah. House flipping. Yeah. Yeah. There's Dennis. In that. Oh my God. And renting it and renting it, you know, like renting the houses too. I just got tired of renting the houses. So I didn't want to deal with it. I needed more quantity to make it easier, but there's definitely money in that. If you're willing to put in the, Oh, that was my first house, James. Second house I bought for 38, 250, put in 15,000, sold it for 102, four months later. I know yeah, it is. Six, I know it is. Hey guys. Hey guys. If you guys want to see more of information like this, investing on flips or uh, getting interest on your crypto, whatever it may be, would you guys like to see a show, weekly show on this? Put a one in the chat. I would love to do that show and, and start getting that lined up, but I want to see and get the feedback out there. If you guys, I'd this watch is what you show. want to see. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Biggest... You just can't, Mitch. You just can't talk about spacks. <laughs> Why not, Dennis? It's, maybe there's a house flipping <laughs> spack out there. Dennis, Dennis, this this first house, Dennis. When I say I put in the work, man, I put in the work. I hired this crew that didn't speak a word of English. Okay, <laughs> and, I, a... and I speak very basic Spanish. And it was like I had to go to the stores, buy the stuff, do all the you know, spent like six thousand dollars at Home Depot. And then they would do the work. And then I remember it was like Christmas and we had to get this done. These people are moving in. And these guys were drunk, the workers. And they started they started calling me and pranking me. Okay. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh my God, we're not done. And like like literally like pranking me. Then the next day they apologize. But I'm like, for a whole night, for like a whole day, I had more anxiety than you could ever imagine. Like, I'm like, I have this house. My first house, these guys don't speak English. My mom told me not to use them because she like has some construction she knew, knows. And I use them and I'm like, they can basically just overtake the house and tear it apart. I just have to like, I mean, they're calling me drunk and they're doing the work. I'll never forget it. Like it was uh, like it was yesterday. And, and the house, I mean, I know the address. Well, you know, um, I guess I shouldn't say it. Worked it, but out. I know it. Yeah. it worked out. It worked Were out. Were you married? Um, I got to think about that. <laughs> it was, back a lot of years ago it was okay. clo- it was close to that I, I mean at some point i mean i the way i got into it I, some uh, pre, some uh, real estate agent you know like hired me to go take photos of houses around town i go into and he's going to pay me 50 bucks for each photo i go take the photos you know you know much money i got from those photos he never paid me and i'm like i'm like this <laughs> is bs you. he, he took never, the photos and never paid you he never paid me i have like people that owe me money and he um you know, uh, why didn't I hire Americans to do my house? I didn't know. Wait, I, wait. I, I do want to mention. Wait, we will be talking. Real I love this chat. I, this chat is. This it was guys. like the Munchkins in the Wizard of Oz. I they didn't get paid either. Did you know that they stiffed the Munchkins in the Wizard of Oz? How do you know that? that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they were supposed to get forty bucks a week, and they never got paid. None of the Munchkins got paid in the Wizard of Oz. That's bullshit. Right. That There's a fun fact for you. I don't know. This show. It's true. But Munchkins didn't get paid. But to summarize, to put this all in summary, Mitchell Mitchell Hodge came on, and the show of flipping and real estate making money, there's demand for it. And I I, I can bring Grant Cardone on. We're friends now. And, um, and yeah, we can do stuff like that. I have like an that. idea right now that I'm thinking about doing. It's called glamping. Glamping, guys. You're a grandma? Look what into it. It's not, not your idea, Mitch. <laughs> that is my idea for making money right now. If you're thinking about investing and you're thinking about low money investment versus a flip, do you know how rude that is? Into Mitch? glamping. That's so rude, Mitch. Wait, investing what? Investing in glamping? What? Do you know what glamping is? I know what glamping is. So, well, say it. Say it. Glamorous camping. Exactly. And so I've you can never spend heard about of glamping. I learned something thousand, new today. You can spend about fifteen thousand investment to make about five thousand a month Wait, in income. Stop. Stop. Hi. What I what what, what is this scheme? information on this show is for informational is purposes? <laughs> Mitch's yeah, I, views do not reflect. Yeah, any I mean, of my views. Yeah, yeah. is there a mute button on Mitch right now? Because I don't know what the heck he's talking about. He's either Mitch. Have, have you clam baked this morning? Is that what I got? Uh, glamping, clamping. I don't know what's going on over there, but but Ten I do, times better investment than flipping. All right, but, okay, yeah. but but I do know. But Spencer, I have to get this out. Yeah. So he said, "Why didn't I hire Americans?" I literally bought this house and I would go to Home Depot and I sat in front of Home Depot for two days, okay, looking for workers needing work to do. And that's how I found my workers. I hired two crews. They showed up the first day, then come back the next day. The third crew showed up the next day. That's how I hired my workers. Everyone's like, oh, I can't buy a house. I can't flip it. I had no money, guys. You have to remember, I had zero dollars. I'm not joking. Credit cards, I couldn't get them. Didn't have anything. 
And I sat outside Home Depot at um, Telegraph and like, I don't even know, 12 mile, I think, or it was, no, it was somewhere else. So, you know, and that's how I got my workers. I didn't ask what race, ethnicity, anything. I'm like, can you do the work? Here's what we have. Show me a house you've done. I followed them in the ba- in, in the car. Like I followed them to the house like that they've done. I'm like, and I said, can I meet, talk to the owner first? Talk to the owner. Oh, they, they're great. Boom, boom. All right. I'll hire you. That's it. That's what I did. That's how I got the workers. So, I, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to uh, recruit based on race, ethnicity, or any of that kind of stuff. So that's my opinion. All right. A uh, couple quick announcements. They will be talking about real estate on the Power Hour today because they're talking to the CEO of Site Centers, which is a REIT. David Lucas will be on at 1230 with uh, Hot Stocks Luke Jacoby. I also want to plug another interview. We've Hot got. Stocks! Okay. <laughs> is that uh, Luke? Who is uh, that? If you remember, we had Thomas Healy, the CEO of Hylion, on the show back in August. He will be on SPAC's attack today at 11.15, I think. That's, that sounds right. 11.15 uh, Eastern Time. SPAC's attack with Hylion CEO Thomas, uh, Thomas Healy. So check that out there. Um, Jason, any, any final thoughts before I do some more? Sorry, Jason. I really sidetracked you with that. But I just thought it was just great information. And, Hot uh, I want to look at that was me that yelled that out. Yeah, a couple yeah. Qu- couple quick stock items. I just for housekeeping purposes to keep everyone honest. I bought um, a little more Leslie's. Um, you know, is Leslie's my big tick uh, pick? So we're up fifteen percent. And then I and I sold some stuff. Joel, you asked me about Penn National. I said if it breaks ninety, I'm moving on out a little to the top. No, I just sold a little bit more of it. Uh, we had a TV show with Jeffersons. Had, yes, that's Good me. One. We we oh great show. Moving on out, Julie, East Side. Yeah, I don't know how it goes. Sorry. Okay, and then B, BTN and, and FK. Someone's laughing by me. I don't know what's going on. Okay, BTN and FGF. I took a little bit off, just a little. Because it was, it's been railing so much, and wow. there's good stuff from it. Oh yeah, that's B- BTN is by far the biggest, the stock, the most money I've ever put in a stock on a cost type thing. Most money I got that from my friend, the hedge fund guy Brian, and um, it's like a holding company, like a little bit of like a Berkshire, but not Berkshire, but like kind of the model of it. And it's been um, doing really well because one of the stocks they own seven million shares of went up sixty percent this week. Wow. So that's that's why. Um, DraftKings, I sold my entire position in DraftKings. I know you guys are going to hate me for that. Um, that's, I did that. So I'm just letting you guys know. I think it was a good sell. Okay. And then, um, did I do, oh, I sold my Jets ETF, J-E-T-S. I kept my Delta, but I sold Jets ETF and I sold half, I sold, oh, I sold all my call options in HOG. I bought HOG previous earnings. It was up 140%. And I'm the out double, of it. Double. Just in the nick of time, because that got downgraded by Morgan Stanley to sell today. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, I literally sell. I, I had night. six calls, and now I have zero calls as of yesterday. Holy cow! I sold. Oh yeah, down two point two three percent. That would have killed my calls. Okay, so that's good to know. Um, oh, I don't think BTN's too late, but I just have so much in it, man. Um, I just went. Uh, you know, I just don't have so much. Webcoin. Sometimes you don't need to understand the company. See. Dennis, I'm a bet on the jockey, not the horse. If your jockey is me and you believe in me and some of these picks, sometimes just bet on me because if Brian tells me to, that's a good stock, I don't need to think about it, you know? You know? Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. 
I got out of this. Why am I complaining that Edvina, that the guy didn't speak, that I got, you're going to hate me, Spencer, that they didn't speak English. I didn't complain. It was, right. it, it, it was a, it was a experience that made me work harder and learn the language. I actually loved it because I took Spanish in, in high school and never got great at it. And it helped me get so much better. And I loved it actually. And there's no complaint. The, the day of Christmas when they were drinking and calling me, yeah, that was not the best day, but dude, these, these guys, these really? guys were the, these guys were the bomb. Please don't put words in my mouth. I am, I am who yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's a little no, it's bit not. intimidating when you're the general contractor on a project and your employees don't speak the same language as you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think but that's was, probably the issue. But it was, but it was good learning. It was, it was, it was good learning. I mean, I, I love those guys. I still talk to them. Um, and then, so I gave you some of those. <laughs> His Spanish has gotten much better now. <laughs> you don't still talk to him, Brad. I still talk to him. We'll call the out on that one. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Show us the number in your in your phone. Hold on, hold on. Here it is. You guys are hilarious. And I still own I still own Bill B I L. Um and um Upwork. I still like six six. I still I'm I'm still singing the the song here. Six to sixty, six to sixty by August. That's the symbols S I X. Six. I don't know how to sing a song, but six Holy, to six. You're dating yourself on that one, Raz. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> I've never even heard of that one. And then, that and be then before Joel's time, <laughs> I'm still I'm still going to Home Depot with those guys. STKS Tast. I almost sold Tast today, this week, but I didn't, so I still have that. Oh, and then TAP. I still own a lot of TAP Molson. That's uh, Camille yeah, was on the show. position. He's following me into it. He's learning. Wait, wait, uh, oh, is that your pick? Camille followed you on that one? He's learning. He's learning. No, <laughs> no. Top two. I kind of like No, that. no, no. He, 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 I'm just joking. Do you know what, Jason, do you know what ranch water is? Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you. Someone mentioned this to me two days ago. What it's the Camille. heck is ra- Oh, that's it was him? Chris. It's from Chris. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? He was kind of picking on the Midwest a little about bit. Sna- about about um, about Molson. Joel's upset because Chris was making fun of us. He was making fun of the Midwest. Why? What he said? He was. Oh, 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 got this drink down here now, but you guys will hear about it in two years. <laughs> what he said. I said can't all hear about it in seven years. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys. Hey, Raz, right. Those guys that worked on your house did they fix your roof when you had that leak? <laughs> That, that's the, where he got COVID. It was the roofers. Hey, if you're new to the show, my name is Jason Raznick. I know there's a lot of new people. I'm on Twitter at Jason Raznick. And uh, um, feel free to send us feedback on how we can improve to pre-market. What is it? Pre-market at Benzinga.com? Pre-market at Benzinga.com. You can email powerhour at Benzinga.com. Yeah. Yeah, we're working our butts off for you guys. Yeah. This is your show. We really appreciate you guys. Please remember to subscribe. And if you're an E-Trade user or not E-Trade user, send them an email and say, hey, add Benzinga News. Then send us an email to powerhourbenzinga.com and we'll send you swag. If you don't have swag, then just let a brokerage know you want Benzinga News and we'll send you swag. We'll send you jackets, T-shirts. We got a whole store in the back of this office here. How about pajama pants? We have underwear. That's with all Jason. I ever wear. We have underwear with Jason's face on it if you want, if you want that. We, uh, we, hopefully we do not have that. I don't even want to be part of that. I don't want to be on. I don't want to be on someone's private parts. You know. All right. Um, I mean, I didn't make it the store, man. I just, <laughs> I just work here. That's a real thing. Wow. This is. This is <laughs> if you don't have your mic right on Monday, you're not hey. going to be working here on Tuesday. 
<laughs> if you what? Don't what? He's talking to me. He's talking to me. Oh, His I, mic has been off to start the show last two days in a row. Fencing a brand con. No, that's not. We're digressing. We got it. We got it. I want to say one. I want to say one last thing. I got in at six forty-five today. It's early as I've been in a while. I really liked it. I had crazy energy this morning. Spencer told me to be quiet because I was just yelling and singing stuff. I had rap music on from the 80s, and I was jamming here. So I'm glad I've chilled out a little bit before I come on the show because literally I think we would have had a lot of unsubscribes for how much energy I had before the show. But then I chilled out a little bit. So What rap that- music were you listening to from the 80s? That's oh early, my god! Early yeah. rap days. Wait, yeah. Spencer was in like, at six forty-five. No, no, I no, no, no. Spencer wasn't. No, I was. I rap come in. DMC. I, I come in though, Joel, and like all the lights are on, all the TVs on. It seemed like there was like a party here before I got here, and there was no one here. So, um, are you paying the electric or is? Do I don't. You- yeah, I'm paying the electric, so I don't know who's. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, but you, you know what he's not paying? He's not paying our water bill because we don't have any water. Yeah, we have no. <laughs> we have no water. We don't hey, have any running water. In Voyager the is giving eight to ten percent. Come on, stop being a late bloomer. Voyager, eight to 10%. <laughs> he took all the money. He um, took his water bill money and put it in Voyager. We bought it running water. I'm we have no it. water. It's the craziest thing ever. There's no water. I went to get water yesterday to wash my hands. No water. I'm like, what are we doing here? We have this show. Is I'm sure if we wanted water, I guarantee if we said we need money to pay for our water bill, I guarantee the community here would, would help us, you know, and, but we didn't even, know, I didn't even know we didn't have water. We need so, some tips for water. You know, Luke bought an Evian bottle of water. I don't think Luke knows that Evian's the most expensive. He really should have gotten some other I, water. I, I washed my hands with Evian. I felt so wrong. As soon as I found <laughs> out that when you spell it backwards, it's called naive. Oh, is that really? Yeah. Evian. You want to hear, you, you want to hear something a little crazy? My uncle, um, who's not alive anymore. So my uncle though, he, um, he had Evian change their bottle cap in 1989 or 1994 or something. Why? They, they were the first water bill because he said it was too hard to open. He, uh-huh. It was it was the first bottled water company like ever, and he was a bottled water drinker from day one. And he like got in touch with the CEO, and they changed their cap on account of his but facts, little known fact. That, you need a pair of pliers to open the bottle right. of water. Yeah. Jason Rasnick is the founder and CEO of Benzinga. You can find him on Twitter at Jason Rasnick. You can email him. He already gave that email. Uh, and Jason joins us every Friday. Jason, we oh, appreciate it. Wait, one last thing. This yeah. Friday night, we're dropping a video. It's behind the scenes at Benzinga. Behind the scenes at Benzinga. Ooh. And I will give you one tease. The uh, I don't know if I want to do this publicly here, but um, I'm just telling you, you got to watch it. I, I'm too embarrassed to say the tease I, right I, now. It, I, it, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's there's a part that you guys are all going to crack up. Um, you, there's oh, don't, a, don't oversell. Don't oversell. You gotta, you know. I promise you that if, there, if you guys don't die at this one part, I'm not even able to talk about it right now because I'm in the middle of the office and I just don't feel comfortable talking about it. But I promise you. And it's not inappropriate, Joel. It's not. There's not swear words involved. Like you don't have to get your soap bar and wipe my mouth out with soap. Like it's fine. Like it's just stuff. That, there's a couple words. I, my dad kept us pretty sheltered growing up. When it came, I don't want to go into it. But it's in the show. That's all I'll tell you. All right, Clyde wants to know if I had to change my number when you gave it out on the stream. No, but I did change my voicemail to make it generic so people don't know that they're calling me. Uh, <laughs> my number. My number is two four eight seven six six zero. I cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> perfect time to cut him off oh, he's gonna come back all right everyone that's gonna be a wrap uh dennis joel hilarious i got it i got it you're, you're fast uh, yeah peace love you right all, right. 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 all right guys have a good weekend all right see you at 3 30 at the close all the information on our show is meant to be used 
as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Hopefully this is the last time you hear this ad because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.